Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman, and guess what we're doing today? You're right, we're giving you the top story from a previous episode of The Bugle. Today we're going back not one, not two, but 11 years to February 2012 and issue 181 of the audio newspaper. The Syrian civil war reached a grim level of violence, and just 10 months after it all began, the UN leapt into action. Here I am once again with John Oliver. Top story this week, serious story time. Are you shifting uncomfortably? <laughs> then I'll begin. Now, you may not have heard much from uh, Syria in the news over the last few weeks, but don't be mistaken. That's not because there's nothing happening there. It's just that it's too f***ing dangerous for journalists to be there at the moment. It's basically the opposite of nothing happening. Everything seems to be happening there as the international community desperately tries to look the other way and turns up some music to try and drown out any of the bangs coming from Damascus. But there may not be enough sand in the world for us to put our heads in for much longer. <laughs> the story so far is this. Last March, when the Arab Spring started boinging around the region excitedly, people in Syria started looking around and saying to each other, Hey, um, this Assad guy that we've been living under for over a decade, does anyone else think he might be a <laughs> bit of a dick then diving for cover as bullets started whizzing past their ears uh, the un estimates that more than 5400 people have been killed since the unrest began with more than 100 this last monday and 37 more uh, last tuesday alone human rights groups say that more than 7000 people have actually been killed and the un replied by saying they actually stopped counting in january explaining it was too difficult to confirm uh, they might be confusing the word difficult with the word depressing there andy but they'd be right either way <laughs> And that is a bad sign. When the UN stop counting the number of people being killed in your country, you, at the very least, are going to have a house price problem. <laughs> that is the best of your many substantial and immediate problems. A lot of problems uh, in terms of the international community's response to the Syrian problem. Uh, the fact that Russia... Uh, does not want to annoy Assad. They don't want to force Assad to do the decent thing and take a bit of a break from treating his own country like an unwanted Christmas gerbil. And the reason for this, John, is perhaps slightly influenced by having $4 billion worth of arms contracts on the go <laughs> with Syria. Now, John, as any good businessman will tell you, when you have a valued customer like that, you have to treat them with respect. <laughs> if they're having a little bit of trouble, you cut them some slack, whether that trouble is in their personal life or financial trouble or having a mass rebellion to deal with and 7,000 civilians and death to explain. The customer is always right, John, particularly when that customer buys 10% of your global arms exports. Yeah, that, that is basically the Russians 
response to the customer is always right. And, uh, and with the rate at which Syria is using weapons against itself, it's literally become a boom industry for the <laughs> Ruskies. Now, you might think, well, hold on, hold on. Are the Russians not directly in contravention of the arms embargo to Syria, to which the Russians would say two things? One, shut the f*** up. Who asked you to open your f***ing face? And two... <laughs> They would argue, as they are, that they're simply fulfilling existing contracts, not signing any new ones. See, Andy, they're just respecting contractual law. <laughs> they're just protecting their eBay seller rating. They don't want Syria to give them a bag review and mess up their blemishless five-star average. They don't want to read Syria writing online, very disappointing service. We had an agreement for $550 million of fighter jets, but at the last minute, they refused to deliver them, citing some bullshit about what I might use them for. <laughs> Not recommended. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. <laughs> Thus far, the international community's response to Syria has been as decisive and dogmatic as a dog's response when asked to play snooker. Confused, not fully understanding what it's supposed to be doing, held back by logistical concerns, <laughs> but prepared to pose for pictures to make, look, make it look like it's actually doing something. <laughs> On a... On Saturday, the Arab League announced that it was suspending its month-old monitoring mission inside Syria because it was getting too dangerous. And again, Andy, that's not good. When an organisation whose only job is to monitor violence flees the country because it got too violent, you may want to consider calling it the f*** down a bit. <laughs> the UN, thankfully as you mentioned, it has stepped up with its normal speed and has leapt straight into action a mere 10 months after the trouble <laughs> started and has decided to act decisively by talking about what they might do hypothetically if their talking proves successful. So don't worry, Syria. Help is on its way because when the UN starts talking, they can get things done at the speed of light. The speed of very slow, <laughs> painfully dim light. <laughs> The Russian ambassador has described the United Nations negotiations as uh, a roller coaster. Uh, in other words, it ended up exactly where it started after lots of high-pitched shouting, at the end of which everyone felt a bit sick. And the, the sticking point was whether the council should fully support the Arab plan uh, to basically encourage Assad to step aside, or whether they should simply note it. And Western states uh, wanted fully uh, to fully support it. Russia wanted to just note it. So... Good one, Russia. Noting stuff has a f***ing illustrious history of stopping mass violence, as <laughs> Churchill would testify. We will note them on the beaches. <laughs> we will note them in the hills. We will note them on the notepads and the noteboards. And we will never, ever stop noting stuff. <laughs> we may start doodling if we, our mind gets distracted a bit. The, the Security Council has been negotiating a resolution all week and has been unable to come to an agreement. The wording of the statement has already been heavily watered down uh, in, an, in an attempt to uh, overcome these Russian objections. Uh, Russia does not like the resolution's proposed threat of, and I quote, further measures if Syria does not comply with demands. I guess further measures just wasn't vague enough for the Russians, Andy. <laughs> they somehow wanted even less semantic specifics. <laughs> Maybe they need to come up with a brand new word in the English language that is completely devoid of any meaning whatsoever. <laughs> the, the Russian UN envoy said, we hope that the council will come to consensus on the Syria issue, as it is not only possible, but also necessary. Except the problem was that China then objected to that statement, saying that possible and necessary were far too strong to use as words, and that plausible and nice would be better. <laughs> A consensus would be plausible and nice. Something watered down so much that at that point you're literally just drinking water. <laughs>
In fact, the new proposed text that still has no agreement drops any explicit calls for President Assad to yield powers whatsoever. In fact, the wording that they've agreed on so far is this. People of Syria, we want to help you, but we can't. <laughs> Except we can, but we won't. But we'd like to, but not really. We just need to reach an agreement, which we will, except we won't, because we can't. Except we could, <laughs> but we don't want to. Except part of us does. It's complicated, apart from the fact that it isn't. But don't worry, except do, because things are terrible. Except they'll be fine, apart from the fact that they won't be. But it's OK, because it's not too bad. <laughs> except it is. The previous wording of the proposed resolution supported a transition to, uh, and I quote, a democracy, a plural political system in which citizens are equal regardless of their affiliations or ethnicities or beliefs. And amongst the co-sponsors of this proposed resolution were Saudi Arabia, (laughs) where the word citizen means not a woman, and where citizens are equal provided that their affiliations not include being affiliated to ovaries, their ethnicity does not involve coming from Ladyland, and their beliefs do not involve (laughs) believing that it is perfectly acceptable to have two X chromosomes. So, ah, that's the wonderful world of international politics. The British ambassador to the United Nations uh, said, it is glaringly obvious that transferring weapons into a volatile and violent situation is irresponsible and will only fuel the bloodshed, before turning to his research assistant and saying, now are you absolutely sure that we, Britain, have never done anything like that? Never? (laughs) Good, because the last thing I want to be called is a hypocrite. Hang on, what are those people shouting at me? Do I have a chucking hippo kit? Well, I've got a big catapult. Will that do? (laughs) Thank you once again to The Past for helping out with that show. I know what you're thinking. I also want to listen to a newer episode of The Bugle from the world as it is now. Well, uh, I'm I'm not stopping you. It's available as we speak out there in the ether or the internet. 